Hey everyone, welcome to Promethean Tides. Uh, uh, remember to uh, like and subscribe. Uh, I am joined, uh, as always, by Breaker. Hey Breaker, what's going on? This is not just any presidency, it's a Trump presidency. You're gonna love it, believe me. Nobody knows more about being president than me. You could trust me. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Uh, I, uh, I think we can uh, uh, potentially all look forward uh, to uh, another uh, uh, Trump uh, four years. But uh, in addition to that, uh, we are joined by Tokyo Drift. Uh, Tokyo Drift, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Um, I can't, I can't do re, I can't do re like Brakir, and I can't do um, the Tokyo Drift song, but that's my name on Discord. I can do an American accent, which I'm doing right now. I'm gonna attempt a, tran a transatlantic accent to obscure my identity even more than normal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess uh... Uh, that's a that's a great uh, that's a great accent you got there, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no one, uh, no one can re uh, quite like Breaker can. He is uh, the, the all-time champ. Yeah. Uh, and for what it's worth, I, I, I agree. Trump has more star power than um, DeSantis. Uh, hey. yeah. So uh, uh, it was uh, it was a relatively slow news week uh, this week. So we don't have that many uh big things to talk about but trump did say that he had decided or he had made a decision on running so he didn't officially announce but uh effectively he announced so uh trump uh basically will be running for president uh he's just deciding whether he should do it uh, he should make the official announcement before or after the midterms um, and, uh, I personally speaking, I think that, uh, uh, that's great. Uh, now he, uh, he did, uh, say it to, um, I guess, uh, one of those, uh, I, I, I forget exactly who he said it to, but it was, it was one of the, I think it was, this, you know, someone from the Washington Post or something. And, uh, I, I'm not sure why it is that Trump would, would make that sort of uh not technically announcement but announcement to the washington post or whichever outlet it was uh because they they don't they don't like him and so why why wouldn't he i don't know uh he, he could have said it on uh St stephen crowder you know what give the exclusive to stephen crowder i think that that would have been phenomenal uh but instead he gave that sort of exclusive to um uh one one of these uh institutions that hates him and in fact uh the the entire introductory paragraph was just uh going over uh how how he's being indicted by uh the January 6th and there, there's so many problems with him and he was impeached twice and i mean a, a hell of a way to to introduce a man but um uh yeah so that uh that happens uh we were trying to get someone onto the show that uh was specifically uh pro DeSantis uh over Trump uh but uh weren't able to find anyone uh so I will I will make this announcement if you uh if you are uh pro uh DeSantis and you want to uh, hop on and, and have the uh, the argument I'd be more than happy to do that uh 
And also, uh, just uh, 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 to finish up the introduction, um, uh, I've been posting a, a new song uh, every week down in the description, and if you happen to think that you have a, a good song, uh, leave, leave it as a comment. I'll, I'll try to give it a listen, and uh, if, it's, if it's good, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put it up uh, on, the, uh, on the following show. Uh, just because, you know, I, uh, I, like, I, like, I like music. I'm a big fan. I can't play worth shit, but uh, I, I do, I do uh, like listening to it. So, uh, yeah, uh, with that... Um, Cool. So, uh, uh, Tokyo Drift. Uh, you you said that you would uh, you would prefer Trump over DeSantis. Um, it's it's actually that I actually know nothing. I'm in London, in the UK, and I know nothing about uh, Mr. DeSantis. I would have to Google and start an education from basically nothing. Whereas Trump is Trump, and everyone kind of understands that. Um, that's 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 as far as it goes. I think. Okay, and uh, and Breaker, I I understand that uh, you you do not care uh, either way. I just want the funniest candidate. Let Biden run again. I just I, I want to see how bad this can be allowed to become. I'm I'm really sincerely curious. Is I okay? How much of a literal Alzheimer's patient can? All the mainstream news apparatchiks just look square in the face and say, this is perfectly fine. Like, how long can this massive Chosirian fraud continue? <laughs> it's comedy gold. Every single day that Biden doesn't keel over is comedy gold. <laughs> well, it is, it, is, it is humorous in, uh, maybe not so much in the ha-ha, that's funny kind of way in more of the haha gee oh oh dear god uh, sort of way but um yeah it is uh, it it is it is funny um i guess uh i in 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 my position um let's see uh the uh the economy uh is is in a spiral i think that we're heading towards a uh, uh another great recession uh like we we saw uh from the 2008 uh, financial crisis um so I, I, and it maybe maybe this one will be worse. Who knows? Uh, I think that we're we're gonna be facing uh, food shortages. Maybe America won't be hit as hard as some nations, but uh, we're we're gonna be facing probably uh, skyrocketing skyrocketing costs of food. Uh, gas is already up past five dollars. Who knows um, how much further it it will climb? Uh, the value of of basically most of the stocks in the stock market is down. Uh, commodities are down. Crypto is down. The dollar itself is down. Uh, good news for Americans: uh, the euro is actually down more than the dollar. So, uh, actually, the, the the dollar overtook the euro in value for the first time in like God knows how long. Uh, but uh, you know, it 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 seems as though a lot of things are going to shit. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny, but at the same time, this is, uh, I think, affecting a, a lot of, of people directly. And I don't know. I would just, I would, I would prefer to, to not have uh, uh, someone in office that is, is going to destabilize our nation this much. Mm. Hmm. Well... 
considering what America has become at this point, um, I think he kind of deserves to live in clown world. Not only America, but the entire world deserves a clown as its de facto leader of the quote-unquote free world. <laughs> We're all free to clown in clown world. <laughs> Right, I mean, I just, I, look, uh, I understand that many, many mistakes have been made, um, I, I, I get it, uh, but I don't think that, that, that means that we, we deserve bad things. Like, I, I want to see the West continue, uh, I, I think, I think it's, I, or at least, you know, parts of the West, obviously not Germany, I don't care about them, but, you know, for the most part, um, I would like to see the West continue, I would like to see the West remain stable, and, uh, I don't necessarily want, uh, to see, uh, China rise up and become the, the world hegemon, because, uh, you know, as, as perhaps shitty as America has been, has been with that role, my guess would be that China would be far, far worse, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, I don't know, I think at, at a certain point, you have to be a little bit practical here, and you have to go, okay, yes, technically speaking, I don't care about politics, fine, but maybe we can just choose the thing that, that doesn't um, get, our, get our nation um, uh, fucked in the ass, right? Mm -hmm. Woo! Remember that one time we were talking about uh, every now and then a cleansing fire is required. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think uh, the world in general is well overdue for such an event in the political sense. <laughs> so right, right, okay. You 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 are taking the stance of of full on accelerationism, just uh rip the band-aid off, let the fire occur, uh, and maybe from the ashes we can uh, build something grander. I, I That is a position, um, certainly. Uh, so uh, let me let me get to, uh, Tokyo Drift in on this. Uh, Tokyo, do you, would you uh, consider yourself to be uh, an accelerationist, uh, maybe like a, a, a pro-Biden supporter, or, um, uh, or, or does that... Uh, what, what, what do you think? Um... Is it is it asking too much of an education to ask why Biden is the accelerationist candidate? Do I have to know everything about accelerationism? Is it about accelerating? What, what, what I don't remember the doctrine at all. Almost is it about accelerating a collapse, or is it about accelerating techno capital uh, takeover or whatever AI AI takeover? Uh, hmm. Uh, I guess it it. It could be both. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think in this case, it would be more about a collapse. Right. Um, okay. So yeah, now's the time to disclose that I'm like subtly. So first of all, I I even dislike the term based. Ironically, I find the term based to be cringe, and so I'm in a I'm in a pickle because it means I cannot be based, and I think that that is borne out in more than one way. So I don't have all that many base positions. I'm, I'm for a certain amount of what you guys might term degeneracy. In that, in that it's natural. In that some of this is, or perhaps all of it is natural. And and maybe at some point we can link this around because 
Kier previewed me your philosophy, which was something about pan pantheist naturalism, something or other. Um, it could, I'm sure it's more integrated than than I can imagine at the moment. But if I'm yeah, so this is to say, I'm I'm somewhat naturally anti-based. Um, more out of I I hope more out of um because of a, a set of observations than uh, a a projected conjectural vision. Well, I'll uh, I I would have to ask you what you mean by based because uh, taking anti-based as a philosophy seems to be uh I I guess a, a bit odd to me because I think j based is just something that that some people say to. Uh, to to mention that that something is like cool or good or or um, something they support. Uh, I mean, what I thought it. Go yeah, ahead. no, I thought it. I thought it implied uh, it is. It is from. It is from like deeper soil. Uh, it's so it's in the word. It's from deeper soil, and this deeper soil is like. Uh, greater, like I don't know, greater harmony with nature than the other camp, uh, and so you emerge from that with apparently more sort of right right wing perspectives. Um, I thought that's what based meant. So it's like cool in a right wing way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, based based in red pilled, right? Um, instead of uh, woke in blue pilled, I guess would be the uh, the the difference. But I mean, I. Uh, I I I don't know. I mean, uh, so so you're saying that you're you're anti uh, whatever the conservatives would think is good. Um, no, not necessarily. Um, and it, it, I like this contrast between uh, woke and blue pill versus based in red pill. But I I didn't think of that dichotomy. I I can see how it, how it might have come to that, and that's evocative. Uh, and I'm hesitating because. The longer I talk, the more it will be revealed that um, I don't have an education uh, of much in anything um, because you get people like, I don't know, if I mentioned it before, like us uh, of Infrared on Twitch and YouTube who does all these debates on um, modern day debates. And so he his little Twitch notification when someone subscribes or gives money is Alexander Dugan. I think that's his name saying based. In a funny way, in a in a funny Russian accent, and so as is a communist, right? So as a communist, um, like of of the type that uh, Bricker could get to grips with, because Bricker is sometimes calling for earnest communists like Slavoj Zizek and Haz, um, uh, if you knew who Haz was, and Haz has developed a falling out with Zizek because he says Zizek is the you know a big secret. He's revealed that he's a big neoliberal or whatever because he is for Europe against Russia um, in terms of Ukraine. Um, so so you could, apparently you can be based as, as, a, as a Marxist-Leninist as well. Like I saw his debate with um, Keith Woods. Um, and so they are, it's not clear to me who, who of the two camps in that debate had a better claim to the term based or, or to its, uh, its substance. I, I, um, I I'm not yeah. sure how uh, how meaningful of a of a word based really is. I mean, it's a fun word to say, um, 100. Yeah. It rolls off the tongue, but uh, 
you know, I, I think that, uh, like, if, if we wanted to talk about what we are uh, fundamentally pro or against, um, then uh, maybe maybe we could we could use a, a less um, all encompassing word than than based. Maybe we could be a little bit more specific. Yeah, it's it's interesting. This may all be just to say, like, if like when I join the podcast, and I'm I'm glad that you guys are doing something. Uh, I I should be doing it in a very it should be in a in a very costly way, a very risky and expensive way to myself. In that, I, I will probably tend to represent lefty positions, both as a counterpoint, as a foil, because it's interesting, and because I believe some of them. But I'm unwilling to articulate all of them, um, because I'm conscious of a certain like. Well, yeah. It's it's funny, yeah. No, I I would weave. I I think ultimately I would weave from left to right, and then left again, in order to be polite. And rather restrictions like um, Brickhead made jokes, insightful jokes about restrictions on speech in Europe and the UK that don't exist in America. So um, that's part of the calculation. Um, and it's. It's funny, yeah, because moral moral matters come into it, and okay, but yeah, if nothing else, I would tell myself as someone who was not ready to make as many moral pronouncements as as are made um, in political campaigning. Um, yeah, I, I will. Not, yeah. I I don't I don't think anyone's asking you to run for office. Uh, so, are you? Uh, yeah. uh, okay, so are, would you say that you're? Um, uh, uh, that you have a leaning towards Marxism? No, no, I'm not versed in Marxism. I've got, I've got an introduction to Marxism from the Oxford Very Short Introduction series on my shelf. It's written by Peter Singer, who you know from Effective Altruism. He has funny, funny positions about. Um, well, he, I think he's from the moral. He talked about the expanding moral s scope, like as we go on. Uh, our moral senses become more fine-grained and more universal or something. Um, and, and I've got the Marx Engels reader by, by you know, I think it says Princeton, Princeton something or other. So I've got these books and I haven't read them, so I, I can't claim that. Uh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not exactly sure... Um... I guess the uh, uh, of of uh, I'm I'm not exactly sure what what positions you hold. So maybe we could just go through like a like a short list and see what we uh, agree or disagree on. So uh, uh, how about this one? Um, do you uh, do you want the government to have uh, more power than it currently does, or less power than it currently does? Um, in general, if we if uh, shall, shall we generalize about the Western world? Sure. Uh, if 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 you want to keep it specific to America, because you don't want to talk about your whatever home country you're in, that's fine. We can just talk about America. Um, I would feel it way less. So let's let's pretend that um, the U.S. and the U.K. is a super nation currently, and I'm talking about that super nation. Yeah, they kind of are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. Um, I don't know uh, about that. Oh, oh! I know what's provocative. What, what, what might help in that respect is um, I don't think um, 
I don't think Mr. Trump failed you in his pandemic strategy in the way that you imagine. Um, so I, I'm for the Fauci, Fauci ouchie in that um, I don't think there was a conspiracy to harm people. Um, I understand, I would understand more if your perspective was that it's untested and we still don't know any long-term effects of the vaccine. Um, I think, I think you, at some point your credentials have come up that um, you were trained in biology in some capacity. Well, yeah, I think it's just, uh, it's, it's one of those things, generally speaking, uh, when you have a, a completely novel um, a drug that you're going to be introducing into a populace, uh, generally speaking, it takes about 10 years worth of testing and, and billions of dollars to get it through the FDA. All of that testing was, uh, it was waived just, I guess, because we we're in the midst of a, of a pandemic. Uh, to make sure that we got the the vaccine out, and uh, I, I question whether that was a good idea. And I I wouldn't I wouldn't even say that. Like I'm I'm not I'm not saying I, I'm not advancing the idea that anyone was doing anything malicious. But what I am saying is that mistakes happen all the time. Like you 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 put something into a incredibly complex uh, biological system like the human body. And it's damned near impossible to know if there are going to be side effects or not. Uh, you, that's why you have to have adequate testing, and we simply did not uh, do that. And I find that to be uh, unfortunate. And uh, yeah, I think, you know what? One one bad part about Trump, even though I am a, a Trump supporter, uh, he, uh, he he pushed that through with the, with the Warp Speed um, initiative. And uh uh, probably has to do with the fact that he he probably knows very little about science. He was like, you know what, just make the vaccine, get it through, whatever. Uh, but I think I think that might have been a mistake. Yeah. Okay, so if we're to come back to that, if I steal the last word about COVID before I move on to another position, which I I, I know conflicts sure. between us. Um, if I steal the last word, it's to say, um, it was reasonably deadly or, or sufficiently deadly. Uh, uh, to and to contribute to hospital overwhelm. So it, there is some material argument I would try to make to justify uh, a warp speed or an emergency use authorization um, thing. Uh, but we can come back to that. Well, um, it was it was it was actually quite deadly um, to old people over the age of sixty. Absolutely. Uh, which is why um, it would it would make absolute it would make absolute sense to uh, yeah uh, go ahead uh, do uh, do the warp speed if if you really need to if you think that it's that threatening to the lives of um, the over sixties uh, and you give it out to those people who are at very high risks of COVID uh, you don't need to force the vac the vaccine on the entire population including. Uh, the young people who have very little uh, risk of 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 getting uh, of, of of dying from COVID, um, uh, you you have it as an option, always an option, not something that's mandated, uh, for like the the old people that that might actually truly need uh, this this untested vaccine because uh, the risks from the virus are are greater than uh, than any potential risks of uh, of side effects. Yeah, yeah, I mean that makes sense, but in that case, you provide it as an option to the people that are most most at risk like that's how you would handle any sort of um 
outbreak outbreak of of of, a, of an epidemic. I mean, um, that would make sense. But uh, I'm sorry, I meant to let you have the last word. So go ahead. You have the last word. Um, yeah. Oh. Okay. So. Um, maybe I'll, I'll steal the last word again on this matter, and I, I'm hoping I remember the next one, the next subject. Um, so this one, my last word, my new last word on this is I should talk from my experience, because um, the problem would be for me to simulate um, the skin in the game of an epidemiologist or someone that studied this or helped create policy, uh, and they would, they would get up in arms and they would probably find cause to shout um, and to defend their professional integrity, um, but I, I don't I don't know the material. Um, so I should. What's what seems more correct is to talk about why I chose to take the actions that I took, such as taking all, all the like taking the jabs at the first opportunity. Um, and in that case, I was persuaded by stuff like uh, the long COVID uh, stories um, that I don't need more cognitive um, impairment than I already have. Um, so I was like. I, uh, this one, one more time, I'll trust the science, uh, i.e., um, the government, or that the government is sufficiently technocratic because, because they give me that impression. They look, they look well fed, they, they have glasses, uh, or spectacles, and, uh, they speak clearly sometimes, at least in the UK. So I trusted them not to, uh, uh, harm the population with the jabs. Uh, so it's a, a fear of long COVID multiplied by sufficient trust in a sufficiently technocratic government uh, that compelled me to take the jabs. Was it a, so, uh, what, what, was it a, uh, it was Goebbels who, uh, who, who was very well-spoken and, and uh, also wore spectacles, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I guess I can't say on this argument that I would have Resisted Goebbels' charms and philosophy hmm. and argumentation. Yeah. You're, you're quite well, right. Nazi sympathizer confirmed. Well, I guess we got to kick him out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's but uh, for the YouTube audience, that's to say that uh, in a in a I'm, I confess I'm confessing to being a pleb a plebeian of some description that I would that here and there I go with the flow, but I, I, yeah, essentially. Well, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's totally fine. I mean, look, um, you know, I think that America is founded on a slightly different philosophy than, let's say, the UK. Uh, our, our nation was, in its uh, conception, uh, fundamentally a, a libertarian um, dream, right? Whereas uh, the UK, it wasn't actually founded... Uh, on anything other than, I guess, uh, who, who initially took control of the land and uh, established uh, a, a lineage of, of kings and queens. So, uh, there, there, there are distinct differences, I guess, in in the in the view of government between the U.S. and the U.K. Of course, uh, the U.K. Uh, tends to be uh, more in the direction of distrusting their government than, say. The rest of continental Europe, of course, uh, the, the the Germans and the French. Oh man, they just their 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 favorite pastime is to uh, kiss the boots uh, of of whatever uh, uh, political leader uh, is is telling them what to do. They love that shit. They get off on it. I'm sure that they um, 
Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, orgies and masturbatory sessions that exist about uh, kissing the boots of leadership. But, you know, here in America, I think that we take a, a more um, uh, uh, distrustful stance uh, towards the government, or at least uh, we used to. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting what you say. Um, I don't I don't actually know enough about Germans or French people to say that they kiss boots. Um, that much. Well, come on, I mean, you're English. I'm... You have an opinion on them. No, I'm, I mean I'm not that English. Like, um, Brookie referred to me as Super Mario because I. That's in reference to my ethnicity. My ethnicity is not English. Oh, you're Japanese. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. We'll yeah. go with that. <laughs> Nintendo, right? Famous yeah, could... Japanese superstar Mario. I'm I'm from the Nintendo Nation. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, um, speaking of Shinzo Abe, no, we weren't speaking about Shinzo Abe. I uh, yeah. I, okay. Um, so I, I I won't ask you about your your opinions on um on the Germans. I'll ask you about your opinions on Bowser and his kingdom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and by Bowser you mean Shinzo Abe? No. <laughs> No, I'm confused. No, Shinzo Abe is uh, was uh, was a cool guy. Uh, he would be the um, uh, who, who's who's like the anti Bowser? Like the would 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 Shinzo Abe be Mario or would he be Princess Peach? I think he would be Princess Peach actually. <laughs> so part of the background of this is that Shinzo dressed up as Mario at the opening of the London Olympics. I think. No, the Japanese. It would have been the Japanese Olympics. Okay, so basically, but, uh, I, yeah. Shinzo Abe is 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 either Mario or Princess Peach, and then uh, I guess that it would be uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh that would be Bowser in that case. I guess, or it's it could be accurate. Like, actually, that's very geopolitical. Yeah, very geopolitically correct. Yeah, we got references here. Uh, I was going to offer that um, population decline in Japan is Bowser for Shinzo Abe. Oh, okay, yeah, metaphorically, that, that could work as well. That's that's all I know about his platform is that he... So he, he didn't apologize properly for comfort women, um, Korean comfort women, and he uh, apparently wanted Japanese people to reproduce a bit more. Uh, yeah, I'm not... Uh, uh, yeah. He, 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 he remilitarized, or he pushed for remilitarization. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, he, uh, uh, I, I guess that I, I'm not by any means a scholar of, of Japanese politics. I am, I am an ignorant pleb, just like, uh, probably most people. But my understanding yeah. is that, yeah, he, he gave, he, he, he gave some sort of, uh, apology about the, the comfort women that I guess was not satisfactory, I guess. But, uh, you know what? He did want the Japanese people to stop humping body pillows and start humping their fellow human, and for that, God damn it, I support him because he was going against the uh, the the anti-natalists, and uh, God God Godspeed to that to that soul. Yeah, he was kind of like um, Elon Musk in that way, or um, yeah, for, yeah, Elon Musk made a specific shout out to Japanese people um, and their reproductive um, needs. Um, so that's. Yeah, not 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 the best link, not the most meaningful link. Um, 
I'm trying to remember what I was going to move on to. Um, but I don't. I shouldn't make this an interview about myself. No, no, no. We, uh, we, we, uh, we get off track quite a bit here. That's all right. Um... <clears throat> so other other platforms, which I think I know, I disagree with you about okay, other, other sure. subjects. So vaccine was one. Oh, his. Yeah, I remember. So uh, <laughs> I'm again siding with the technocratic elite um, that the 2020 election may not have been stolen from Trump. I think you mean heavily fortified. This is going on YouTube after all. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was, it was not stolen. It was a, it was a very uh, fair and, and democratic election with um, just the, the best amounts of fortification. Yeah, we're, we're in agreement. So that, so, that, so that part, no, so that part I'm pretty sure is sarcasm, right? Uh, oh. <laughs> it's, it's a necessary sarcasm for the purpose, the litigious purposes, Tokyo Drift. Do I have to spell it out for yeah, you? I know you said you were dumb at the onset of this, but goddamn. But I think neither the algorithm nor the people know how to reverse reverse a sarcasm thing. It's like a magic spell. You can say that you're sarcastic about something after the fact, and then they can't unwind it, they can't untangle that. So you can say the election was uh, fortified in a democratic way, and then uh, if after two seconds you say not, you say not, then uh, uh, you you communicated what you wanted to communicate, and they can't they can't take you off YouTube. Uh, you never know how smart these uh, these AIs are getting. You know what I noticed actually? So uh, uh, a few years ago, uh, like I would sometimes like try out the closed captioning thing on YouTube, and it was abysmal. It would get like uh, every third uh, word wrong, um, and. Uh, I, I, I was looking at the closed captioning that was auto-generated for these videos, and it was surprisingly accurate. It's like, it's like, uh, it gets like 1% of the words wrong. Uh, in the last few years, they've made it be a lot more accurate. Uh, and I, I guarantee you, man, if they, uh, uh, if they can get an AI to very, very accurately take, um, uh, speech and put it directly into text form, then do you know how... Uh, do you know how easy it is for you for for an AI to then analyze that text and try to uh, uh, decipher meanings from it? I mean, we're this is this is Google that we're talking about. They have they have some powerful AIs in their back pocket, uh, some of which uh, may or may not be sentient. Apparently, it's mostly yeah. a joke. I got it. Um, mostly. Um. <laughs> Does uh, does anyone know about in a court of law if uh, you can you can say the election was fortified? Uh, not if you say not. Does that are you allowed to say oh, that? A Borat strategy. What? <laughs> a Borat strategy. Oh yeah, exactly. Emily Anderson, <laughs> I am in love with you. Not. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, anyway, uh, so you're you're saying that the election was, in fact, uh, there was there was nothing wrong with it. It was a beautiful election. It was the best election. It's it seems like something I can't so I can't argue much of it. I can ask: Is your main contention uh, with the with the lamestream that um, the mail in the mail in system is is the part that was abused? So the mail, yeah. 
I think that uh, the the mail-in voting thing, uh, number one, it's been found to be uh, anti-constitutional in a number of state courts uh, after the fact. So it, it wasn't something that uh, that should have been done in the first place. And when I say constitutional, I'm, re I'm, uh, I'm referring to the, uh, the constitutions of the state governments that, that enacted this. Um, so uh, it was it was found to probably basically be illegal in the first place. And then not only that, but it does it does introduce uh, I, I guess some some extra places in in that in that system where uh, further fortifications could could be put in. And uh, sometimes as much as I, I just I love uh, democracy. Uh, sometimes some of those fortifications make me a little bit wary. So I I will I will say that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. And I'm on even less. I'm probably on even less footing on this point than I than I am about the vaccines. So um, that's fine. Um, I had I had a question. Yeah. So th I think that might be a like as to the political platform of the podcast, I think those two might be my strongest, my biggest problems. E even though I don't have much of an argument in either case, it's to say that, yeah, the, yeah, you, you, you have an argument, so it's fine. It's just like, um, I was saying to Bukir before the show, like, it can sound like pandering, like, it, it's 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 plausible in the way that it sounds when you guys talk about it that you hold these positions and you'll you'll hold related positions um, related in some in, in in a big indirect mimetic web. Uh, you hold them in part because they help to secure an audience. So you, you kind of either have a these days you still have largely have either a right leaning or a left leaning audience and so part of what may be uh, working on you is the desire to secure an audience as much as to have correct opinions oh i see right so um, i i i think that uh last i checked um on this channel we we have all of 18 subscribers yeah, so but when you when you when, when you not, grow, I'm not a, I'm not exactly sure uh, how how much yeah. uh, we're doing to try to uh, really secure an audience. In fact, uh, I I I happen to be a libertarian, uh, maybe a, a very strong libertarian. I wouldn't put myself all the way into ANCAP, but I'm very strongly libertarian. Uh, for the life of me, I still don't exactly know what what breakers political beliefs are otherwise uh, other than um uh i want to see it burn joker style uh well here's the thing about i'll actually tell you something about that um since there can be no such thing as a true coalition and concretization of a realpolitik because from an aperspectival view there's so much like good did bad, like so many things to be taken into account from so many different perspectives that whatever the political environmental circumstances you happen to find yourself in, different things will have to be applied to each of those environments. Now, 
within living memory, we remember like the uh, the Jesus peoples that tried to ban D and D and the porn and the violent video games and the re. Those people were just like roughly twenty years ago. Those people were very prevalent in society in our living memory alone. I'm sure there's older people in here that might remember some of this. And back then, like you would have been more on the side of the left only because superficially it appeared to be the left wing that were making the most libertarian arguments like leave art alone now the left wing is not only saying not leave art alone but art has to contain very specific things about very specific people and if it doesn't you're a racist <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i i i used to be uh more on the side of the left i I had to switch sides, not because I necessarily wanted to, but because, um, I guess in, in my bones, I'm just kind of a, a anti-authoritarian. And that's just, that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, here, here's the thing. I, uh, if, uh, to, to, to address your point, Tokyo Drift, if, uh, if, if the goal here was just to, uh, uh, to pander and to secure a listening base, I think that we could be doing a much, much better job at that, because uh, I, I I think that like, you know, for for instance, like, I, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm, I'm, an, I'm, I'm generally speaking anti-government. Uh, I am pro-Trump, because I think that he's one of the best presidents that, we have, that we've ever seen, but also uh, I guess that uh, what I've recently learned is that uh, the closest thing to my religious philosophy is uh, is naturalistic pantheism, which uh, isn't exactly probably the 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 best tasting thing uh, for the, uh, the the Christian conservative base. So, uh, the the only thing that I'm interested in doing is is coming on here and and having uh, uh, just uh, interesting conversations. Uh, and you know what? <clears throat> if 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 I get proven wrong, I'm I'm kind of happy because. Uh, like I, you know, I fucking I, I get to learn something new. I get to know. Oh shit! Okay, I was incorrect about that. Uh, I've been I've personally speaking, I've I've been on Discord uh, since uh, 2017, just uh, arguing with people uh, all all the time. That's what I like to do. I just I like to argue. I like to have conversations about things. Uh, and you know, actually, I want to say this. I really do like Discord because it's allowed me to refine. A lot of my positions. When I first hopped on, I, I think I had a lot of uh, bull bullshit uh, opinions, and through the process of multiple years of just constantly arguing with people, I've been able to refine some of my positions, and I can be more confident about them. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm right, by the way. Like I, I could be, I could be disproven tomorrow. But I, I do like just the process of the the fight and the arguments and using that to just try to improve the quality of your uh, the quality of your positions like that's 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 my favorite thing uh understood oh I'm, yeah i'm thinking about my my next step um and i yeah i might reiterate that um i can't have i essentially can't have a completely good faith conversation because i'm too worried about uh, if not the law, then like cancellation. So you guys will skirt things that are cancelable, but not touch it because I think because it would seem that YouTube has kind of laid down the law about uh, 
many many or most things which are cancelable are also forbidden in terms of their guidelines. Um, so they would uh, cancel close accounts that discuss certain things, or in, in in certain ways. Yeah, you know what the weirdest thing was actually. Uh, so I I don't know like if it was. I I'm sure that it was just like a weird fucking glitch in in the YouTube or whatever, but. Uh, I think he was uh, on on our on our most recent main show video from from last uh, from last week. Uh, we we got up to ninety six whole views on on the show. We were almost at a hundred. I was kind of excited. I was like, "Holy shit! Almost a hundred people have watched this." And then a couple hours later, uh, uh, they removed uh, like eight eight views for for whatever reason they just disappeared and i was like why, why did that happen i'm sure it's just a, like you know something weird on youtube send but i don't know i mean the fact of the matter is that they they do have the power to basically if if you offend them too much they can they can they can downrank your videos make sure that no one sees them uh they can they can potentially just you know remove viewer counts if they feel like it, it almost kind of reminds you of twitter to some extent, I, I don't know, but um, that that's completely beside the point. What uh, I'm once again, I'm 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 going off into a uh, into a tangent. Sorry. No, it's 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 interesting, um, and it's like what I what I could lead this into is like speaking of promotion or like growing your audience. Uh, I was going to say I didn't want to talk too much about it because I think most of that is is has has been. Um, reduced to a science um so if you yeah but i i did have other types of feedback like um you could have a, a politics show and then a philosophy show and they would have different thumbnails uh you could even say up front like uh brakir we, we could we could it could be a fun game like brakir has as as ineffable as his philosophy is uh we could find the words uh that fit it um, or Brakir could because he has the he has the lexicon. Uh, so I'm trying to think. I, I actually can't name what Brakir's thing would be. But for yourself, you said that you were, for example, a pantheist, naturalist, libertarian. So the show is about General Chief, the pantheist, uh, naturalist, libertarian, and Brakir, the whatever Brakir is. The, the um, uh, I think that that uh, Brakir's philosophy, uh, it's some sort of like the uh, Lovecraftian um, philosophy that that it, it escapes the the boundaries of the human mind. Yep. Yeah. Weirdly <laughs> enough. Um... <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, uh, I. Uh, I think I think that that's that is that is actually really good input and and uh, thank you for for taking the time to think about that and um, and and deliver that up. Uh, so yeah. well, Tokyo Drift is our number one fan. He watches all of the episodes all the way through. <laughs> um, hell yeah! I so my my response to that would be, I think that this might be a disagreement that Breaker and I have. So. I don't separate uh, philosophy from politics. I think that they are one yeah. and the same. Whereas uh, I think because Breaker doesn't care about politics, maybe he he uh, thinks of them more separately. I'm actually not really sure, but I I actually I I don't see a purpose in 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 keeping them separate. Yes, I agree that that they would come together. Um, 
Good. Well, here's I, the I, weird thing about that. I actually do have something like a realpolitik, but like I said before, insofar as that overlaps with my philosophy, it's actually not very much because basically in metamodernism, if anyone knows who Hansi Freinacht is, to have something resembling a realpolitik, you basically have to solve this like extremely convoluted like fractal fucking geometry equation in how to make all of these things gel. And number one, I'm not that smart. And number two, that's not going to be like a concretized basis for most common people to form their political opinions from because most people aren't going to understand that. Okay, but but here's the thing, right? Um I can uh I can take my philosophy and it it informs me about about my politics, right? So uh like for instance, uh, I trust in nature. What does nature say? It tells you to reproduce. When some government official says you should have less babies, I know automatically, fuck that guy. Because I can, I can use my philosophy to inform my politics. Like, I, I don't think that they, sh they, they need to be separated, and I, I don't think that you need to go... You, I don't think that you need to look at, at, at politics as purely a real politic uh, Machiavellian game. I, I actually, I, I think that that's, that's a bad outlook on that. Well, for my part, what, I, what I've achieved is another label for Bukir. Like, if we're doing, if we're adding my contribution to the, the design of the show up front or, or the, the, the bio or the about section of the show, I would even hope to include it. Like my my idea was like these things should be on the thumbnail, so we should we would assess the 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 main point of the conversation after the fact, and then add that to the thumbnail. So this this show is about um, was about um, I don't know. You don't have to flatter me. So this one, this one would be about Tokyo Drift, kind of like <clears throat> mumbling into the mic about not having certain positions. Um, so that's what's novel about this episode. Um, you could do that, or it could be, this is the Shinzo Abe episode, so that's in the thumbnail. But um, under Brookier, um we've achieved another word, which was um, metamodernist. I forgot about that. So it's like metamod Lovecraftian metamodernist something. So that's fun. No, I've got the title right now. Number one fan spills all the spicy tea. <laughs> Yeah, all the spicy tea. All the... <laughs> I don't. No. Uh, I don't think it's that spicy. I would, uh, you know, what, what I was, what I was thinking is, and ma maybe, maybe this is because I'm, I'm fucking, I'm shit poor at marketing, and I don't know how to do clickbait. But I was like, the first thing that sprung yeah. to my head was, uh, uh, a a meta discussion about the show. Like that's that's that that was what I was thinking. But uh, yeah, oh, it's so meta. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. Um. Actually, but, um, it's super meta because right now we are discussing the title of the video that is discussing the channel. It's like four layers of meta. Yes. By the way, you need to wake up. You've been in a coma for twenty five years. You <laughs> need to wake up. That's right. That's that's been alleged. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, actually, no, I was, I was... Uh, let let me ask you something because uh, you know you you. you I guess you you watch a lot of the videos. Did you uh, uh, did you like that that intro with the uh, uh, the the you you need to wake up from your coma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I, um, I thought it was kind of funny. 
it's good. It is also freaky. Like we, I think, at our age, we're still occasionally persuaded by movies that are freaky and strange. So it's it's kind of freaky and strange, but like in such a way that I'm tempted to think some people would need like a warning. Whether I don't know, like a, there's, like a there's trigger, trigger warning, maybe. Yeah, like, like some people would be triggered because they might have a family member that had a coma. Or they'd be like, um, they're very used to personalization or dissociation. So they're like, oh shit, uh, am I in a coma? So some people would be more easily fooled than others. Um, How did I know you would say that? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they were yeah. going to be doing any sort of uh, trigger warnings on this show. Well, yeah. And if, so if, I, if I have like a, yet another position about another domain, it's that it's like about comedy. So like I'm kind of I am sort of more or less proudly SJW trained to an extent. Nice. But the the the, con- the consequence being that I think I try to keep it clean, except in like very private conversation, um, where it's a bit more like South Park. It can be more like South Park humor in private conversation. Oh, I, oh, I think that, be... that I I have to strongly disagree with you on that one. I believe that um, uh, if you're if you're willing to have a spicy conversation, but but only when in in very 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 private um areas and you're just you're not willing to have that spicy conversation you have to keep it clean all the time outside of that and you won't say certain things i think that that is actually that is one of the major problems that we are facing in let's say i'll keep it to within america within the american civilization uh i i want to have I, I I think that we ought be able to have uh, all, all all the conversations. Just uh, fuck it. I don't I don't care. Um, yes. These are important discussions to be had. I believe, like 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 the abortion thing, right? Like why? Uh, like I, why, I, I, it, I I suppose that it might be impolite uh, to discuss abortion with certain people because maybe they had an abortion or maybe they feel strongly that only women should be able to have an opinion on abortion. Of course, that actually would be offensive because it's not just women that should have an opinion on abortion. It's actually birthing persons because nowadays men can, well, quote unquote, men can have babies. So like when 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 you start down that rabbit hole of like oh you just you got to stay politically correct with all of your public discussions it it doesn't go anywhere good because what is right now considered to be okay will be considered to be offensive in 3 years and we've seen that happen fuck that shit well, well yeah yeah what what i begin to think is that my thing will evolve into like the postmodern fragmentation wherein there is no correct answer there's just like multiplicity of perspectives um i'm tempted i'm willing to think that and that that people like ourselves could anticipate that a, po- a postmodern fragmentation uh so which which means that yes um it is about birthing persons it is about allowing the maximum number of people their their private um worlds and 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 perspectives and designs um but then you you could you could argue that that's pretty libertarian as well but then but then to speak openly is not to is not to actually uh burn and 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 destroy um other people's enclaves and and private worlds i guess but sometimes they they feel that way I'm not a. I'm not uh, usually a big fan of postmodernism myself. I know. I, I'm Wait just worried. I'm worried. Now, that... 
Yeah. Tokyo Drift with what you just said, I mean, with what you just said, would there even be such a thing as privacy at that? Let's say that someone who would be offended by hearing a certain thing on this particular show were, were to tune into the show and thereby be offended by the particular thing that is their trigger for whatever reason. Um, could you even say at that point that there is that that the term private individual or private opinions even mean anything when your opinion on being triggered by the word coma, as innocuous as that might sound, has actual political force behind it. How private is that opinion if, by extension, you can exert power with it into the world? Yes, I think, I think it's, it sounds like a good question. And I, I think I was, I intuited some of that question when I was rambling a moment ago. But there were, sometimes, sometimes I lose the, the thread. I think it was probably a good question, but I, I lost the thread slightly. It's not, it's not your fault. I just lose the thread sometimes. Um, Happens to the best of us. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so it's some kind of paradox of privacy. So you... I think, um, I, I, I think that I, to some extent, I think, and this is my opinion, of course, but I think that this is maybe a little bit silly. I think that uh, I, I'm, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, do you, uh, uh, do you plan on, on having babies? I'm, I'm uh, undecided. I I don't have any concrete plans. No. Why is that? Um, I don't know. Many reasons. I think it would rapidly get personal. As much as I want it to be fruitful, um, I'm afraid of like doxing and being very personal. Okay. Yeah. I I don't I don't want to get uh, too personal. I'm, I'm I'm asking about your philosophy. I mean, like. Oh. Uh, like, am I an natalist or anti-natalist or, or sure. that type of thing? Uh, and 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 north north of those things, um, I I can go some distance um, on either track. Um, for myself, for others, it's weird. It it it, it kind of goes everywhere um, because you know part of my thoughts is like um, it's about the worlds or the situations in which I think. Like, yeah. let me uh, uh like, let me let me ask yeah. you this question: Do you uh, do you hate yourself? <laughs> you can't just ask someone if they hate themselves. Hey, man! You know what? I don't think anyone should hate themselves, and I think that uh, the idea of of not trying, at least trying, to to replicate means that uh, you you don't think that you're good enough. You don't think that your genes are good enough to actually, for you to want them to carry on into the next generation. And I think that if that is a perspective that someone holds, I think that that's, that's incredibly sad. I think that we are put onto this world <clears throat> by, the, uh, by the God that is nature uh, to... To replicate, we uh, in 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 a K-typed uh, uh, selection, um, not not R-type K-type, but uh, I mean, I, I I think that 
I think that anyone that is capable of reproducing should should definitely want to do that, right? Like, it just makes sense. I was I was talking to some uh, to some vegans a few months ago, and uh, they were saying, "No, no, no, I don't want to reproduce myself because uh, I guess there's there's too many humans on the earth, and also like uh, humans cause suffering to animals, and also humans cause suffering to other humans. So in that case, the best thing." that these particularly uh, militant uh, vegans uh, should do is that they should just never, never have kids because I guess that would be the optimal outcome because that is uh, uh, like, uh, that's, that's like, that's like the, the, the grand manifestation of their, of their utilitarianism, just to uh, uh, reduce the number of humans. I, I, I see this, this sort of philosophy pop up all the time. Uh, it manifests in many d different ways from, uh, people trying to um, uh, castrate their children and make them trans, or uh, when it comes to... Um, I'm trans. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Breaker is trans, by the way. Uh, or uh, when it comes to uh, the, 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 like, the general promotion of, of the homosexual lifestyle... Or um, uh, when it comes to like, oh my God, like uh, no, the, the the climate change. We have to limit the number of people that exist, or else the world would get too hot. Like there's there's all of these different ways that that uh, people are persuaded to be antinatalist, and I think that it's it's incredibly toxic, and I think that it it detaches us from uh, a fundamental part of our connection with nature, right? It's it, it, in my perspective, uh, it's it's like the it's like satanic, but not in the Christian sense, in like the 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 uh, the naturalistic pantheistic sense. It's like whatever Satan would be for that. I think, um, yes, I think you can go. It's it's a very nice, fundamental and fertile way to start a conversation. I think. It's a it's a good conversation starter for a fundamental and wide ranging conversation. I think it touches on it, it seems to touch on everything. Uh, so not not so this hating myself question is interesting because that's part of it. One psychology, um, but it's everything. One's one's picture at all of the world. So it's like it's a million things and. Yeah, if you define satanic that way, that's fine and interesting because you know maybe we can have a Catholic come in. We we know a couple of Catholics on this. Oh, we've had a Catholic on here before. Yeah, to talk about to see if they agree with your definition definition of satanic and they don't. talk about. Okay, well they 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 might agree with yeah, respect that's a, with respect to the virtue of that's reproducing. a long conversation itself. Yeah, and, uh, but the virtue of reproducing. The every, everything's involved. So relations between people, um, you know, regulating sexuality and 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 pairing, um, and the world. There's a reason the why it's there's a reason like, why all, 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 there, there's a specific activity. reason why it's connected to everything, and that's because fundamentally it is the most important thing to humans. That's why it's connected that's, to everything. That's I suppose so. Um, it's a good question. Um, 
No, Jesus Christ. Okay, hold on. Uh, Breaker, you're you're breaking up. All right, I'll let you start that again. I'm not going to edit this one. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Tokyo Drift. We'll edit you to make you look smarter. No, you don't have to do that. <laughs> I will you not. Don't, you don't have to. I'm hoping they have generosity about it, and it's to say he is stopping himself from saying from making certain commitments, certain uh, argumentative commitments, or disclosing too much about himself. That's, that's why he's stumbling. Um, it's a good question. I can say that. Um, yeah, but to really, to really get at it, I think it, it, could, it could... If I were to get at it, I would. Ha I could have it privately. Like I have friends with whom I can have that conversation. But it, it touches just about everything. Um, so you don't. You, you don't want to have the conversation here. You want to have it later. We could do an after show if uh, if if that makes you feel more comfortable. No, no. The the problem being that it's exposed to the world. So. Oh come because, on! It's 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 a. We have a very small channel here. It's not exposed no. to very much. Okay. No. I, I think I can build this bridge here, and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, about the difference between based and woke, and how exactly are those things defined. Um, I think, like, from my philosophical perspective specifically, not speaking for anyone else, because I know some of the origins of the term woke, based, I think, Tokyo Drift was kind of describing it as, like, of the deep soil, like something of depth. Um... I don't know the proper meme magic origins for these things, so forgive me if I'm not exactly right and someone in the comments is going to say, actually, but anyway. Um, it all comes back to Pepe. I think from, well, there you go. I think from my perspective, the difference between the base and the woke is the base is more of a bottom-up, from-inside-out perspective, and the woke is more top-down, from-outside-inward perspective yeah. of fundamental reality now it, it sounds kind of weird and glib and arrogant for me to put it in those exact of terms but when you think about it like the salt of the earth quote-unquote based people are usually acting in accordance with something very deep within human nature and something you could say primal and animalistic in a way especially general chief would tend to agree with this type of framework <laughs> from the evolutionary perspective, obviously, because that is the sublime origin. But I think on the woke side, what you get is a more essentialist, platonic, plucking these like divine idealistic notions from the ether and trying to bring them down and match them up with reality to the best of your ability. Now, in the current socio-political zeitgeist of the Western world, not to say much about the other parts of the world because they all have their own problems, but sticking to the Western world. There's kind of like, I, I get the sensation that there's a bit more undue friction than there needs to be bringing these two viewpoints together. Because I don't think man is merely only an animalistic base creature driven only by instinct, nor is man this sublime ideological object, as Shavuichak might tend to argue, 
Um, I think it requires some type of a meeting in the middle between the transcendent and the numinous and the base and primordial of our natures coming together to grow something that is in a way emergent that's not strictly speaking the sum of those two parts in and of itself but actually it works to create something new from these two things meeting the main problem i see is with the ideological people like every time they get critiqued by the quote-unquote base people and the woke feel that they're being attacked they ratchet up the ideology to the point where there's no way in hell whatever the ideology is telling them to do is going to interface with reality very well, if at all. And the ideology now is so rarefied and unrealistic that it has little to no hope of ever actually interfacing with the day-to-day -day lives of the common people. And that's why I usually avoid, like, really meta-modern political perspectives because I'm... I will admit I'm kind of elitist in this way, that... The common realpolitik of the common person, not everyone can be a philosopher. I, even the most ardent egalitarians, you will find them in some way, shape, or form making arguments to the effect that, like, you, you could see people like Vouch on YouTube or Vosh or however the fuck you say his name. People like that will literally say that right-wing Republicans are just soulless creatures that want nothing for you but your death and suffering. And... To the extent that he sincerely believes this, I can't say, but he says it with a very, very much vigor and gusto when he's online talking about these type of things. I think that particular ideology, whether it's coming from the left or the right, is extremely unproductive and very dangerous, to say the very least. And that's the type of thing that we should be avoiding. Sure. I, I, I agree. Um... I do. I do want to point out, uh, Breaky. You said something interesting that uh, the uh, the <clears throat> the the combination of uh, of the nature of man with, I guess, the, uh, the 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 ability of man to reason is creating something new. Uh, and I I agree with that. It is something that is new. It's something that's novel. We we haven't really seen it in the animal kingdom. Um, especially to this extent, uh, and uh, not to not to derail the conversation too much. We can move ever so swiftly past this, but uh, I do want to point out that I think that uh, that combination that is creating that new thing uh, that is uh, the uh, the the phenotypic revolution, and I think it's dangerous. But uh, you know, that's that's maybe that's just me kind of being uh, uh an anarcho primitivist uh, but we can we can move forward um i don't know i let's say let's say one thing like i want to say one positive thing uh, by positive i mean uh, a statement like an existing statement rather than a non-existing thing positive uh which is um it's not straightforward i i don't I'm not persuaded that people really just want to reproduce. So the one thing to reproduce is being like horny and attracted to people. Um, and that's, that's there. Like I have that. Um, I know Brakir has that. Um, sorry. I, I wanted to make a joke. Um, so, uh, I have that. Um, other, th there are certain rationalizations that come in, um, to meet that 
impulse. Um, I want to say, if I am not as crazy to reproduce as other people, it may be because I haven't met the appropriate partner. So this is to say, even if they're not a soulmate, you might find a partner who uh, inspires you enough, who inspires you to say that that child would be worth creating. Uh, I'm worried that the more I talk about this, the more I'll be discovered to be like the like this uh, eugenicist. Like I don't. That's one reason I don't want to talk about all this. Um, okay. Cancellation. But like, yeah. So even this impulse, like being selective about with whom one reproduces, could <laughs> you oh. could you could frame as like eugen eugenicist? Oh no no no! You you should be selective about who you reproduce with. Like I I wouldn't I wouldn't like want to have sex with a homeless woman and and try to make babies with her. Like yeah, absolutely. You you should be selective. Like that. Well, that's well, that's a pretty eugenicist thing of you to say. <laughs> I guess yeah yeah I guess it is in in. Oh, that's uh, the cutoff point. That's the spicy point. Yes, I. Yes, a homeless bag lady is like. I don't know if I want to stick my dick in that. Yeah, that, that's a spicy uh, opinion. Yeah, oh, I, I. Okay, here, here's here's my thing. I I am I I think that humans should be able to select who they have sex with, right, and who they want to reproduce with. I am one hundred percent in favor of that. That's actually that's not eugenics. That's uh. Uh, that is, it's, it's actually, it's not quite natural selection. I guess it would be, um, uh, sexual selection. It's, it, you're right. It's, it's sexual selection. So, uh, uh, so I, I'm in favor of that. I think that's fantastic. Uh, we should keep doing that because we, we see every, uh, sexually reproducing animal in the animal kingdom doing that. And I think that makes sense. Big thumbs up for that. My, uh, my only issue is when, um, someone else gets involved and they start telling other people who they should or should not reproduce with. I think that that is the dangerous thing. And uh, fuck that. Okay. That's, that's a bit more eugenicist. Yeah. But I, I see the logic. <laughs> but uh, in, in, in general, um, I, I think that, look, if you, if if you don't want to have kids, then then you you don't have to. Like I'm 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 not here to you know force my position on anyone. Um, in fact, uh, yeah. to to a certain extent, uh, actually maybe I kind of want more people to not have kids because uh, that allows because, that allows more space for my own children. Right. So that's actually I thought, a better I thought, uh, I thought you were gonna say because they're leftists. No. Well, I mean, maybe, oh but, shit. <laughs> uh, but uh. I, you know, so, uh, you know, maybe it would benefit me if, if less people had kids, but, um, I, I think that if you choose not to have kids, that's fine. You don't have to, but, uh, you are, you are effectively eliminating not only your genotype, but also your phenotype, uh, from, uh, from existence. You are, you are choosing... Like, basically, in life, you have a choice. You have the choice to choose to exist, or you have the choice to, to not exist, right? And I think it's, that, you, I, I, in general, it's better to choose existence over non-existence. You don't want to just march forward into the oblivion. You don't want to become part of the abyss. But if you choose to become part of the abyss, then you will stop existing, and that's fine. Okay, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flatter myself a bit more. Um let let everyone dwell on what General Chief just said um, about the abyss and and the non abyss, as far as we know about as as naturalists being uh, uh, propagating or not. Um, what I was going to say was, 
part of what makes me think part of what makes me think about eugenics is like 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 being my own science experiment so it's like um uh understanding that i'm breeding myself for some things um not having sufficient genetic control like controlling for genetic diseases or even shortcomings um to my with respect to my physiology or constitution like i would wish for that control um and there are, there are lots of things like that um that come into it like knowing that i'm propagating myself as a member of a species to some end like i i can some star trek and shit like that seems to come into it in in as i think of it now um uh, wherein by which i mean um yeah just understanding like you're you're a humanoid species with enough intelligence to know consciously that you're reproducing in a self-conscious way uh i even phrased in in on discord in in text at one point like uh, that darwin was uh it's funny to think of darwin as the first self-conscious replicator um, uh yeah he was also the most brilliant man to ever exist yeah, yeah nah, you said that. of course i find it interesting you say that um although i, I don't know too much i know a little bit about darwin his biography but not a whole lot um well, uh, so, so post, post, I'm, I'm going to say post post Darwin, people like me who are secretly big brain are struggling with being a self conscious replicator for various reasons. Oh yeah, it's it's very tricky. Um, and let me uh let me just say this because you 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 keep harkening back to uh, eugenics. Now I want to I want to actually say my my strongest um uh, argument against eugenics, and that is uh man. Uh, is is not more intelligent than nature. Uh, I think, uh, from my perspective, it is effectively impossible for men or any collection of men to be uh, smarter than uh, than than what what the uh, than what the natural world uh, can uh, can think up. So, uh, when when you try to do eugenics, what you end up doing is you're, you're selecting for weird parameters like. Like you, you try to maximize yeah. IQ, for instance. Well, okay. What if, what if, say, the people with the highest IQ also have the highest propensity for uh, for Aspergers, right? In that case, you accidentally end up selecting uh, for a civilization that is super autistic, and that's probably not the best thing. You want to have a few autistic people around, but you don't want to have only autistic people around. Uh, in general, uh, uh, nature will do a much better. Um, nature has much better parameters of selection than man can possibly conceive of. So uh, eugenics, uh, much like, uh, let's say, trying to control an economy uh, from a top-down Keynesian uh, uh, mechanism, uh, is it's, it's dumb. It's retarded, and it doesn't work, and it, it leads to greater evils than you could possibly uh, anticipate. And... <clears throat> I just I, I want to uh, because I think this is a, a good time to reference this. Uh, so I I posted on 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 4chan uh, last night. It was late at night and I, it was that was a couple beers in. So I, I posted on 4chan. I just I just want to uh, you know point this out because it's somewhat relevant. I said, um, <clears throat> "Sup, bros? I think nature is essentially the god that all religions have been describing." Christian God, Muslim God, Jew God, Buddhist God, Taoist God. 
they're all aspects of a common entity. That common entity is effectively nature. I think maybe these religions didn't want to see what was directly in front of their face, that the creator was uh, the nature that man came from. And they tried to seek an alternate creator out in the realms of logic and spiritualism. But those realms are the space of human thinking, universes created by minds which were created by nature. I believe nature itself is the god of mankind. So I just wanted to uh, put that thought out there. I understand. Um, I've, I've had similar thoughts, and I, I think I can do stuff with that. Um, Brakir has been relatively silent this episode. How are you feeling, Brakir? Well, the thing about what you just said, Drift, that from my perspective, that is a bit irreconcilable, rarefied ideology that you're trying to pull from the ether and shove into the... You're trying to shove that round peg into the square hole of the human instinct, maybe a bit more forcefully than you should. Because if you ever read The Revolutionary Phenotype by Papa J.F., the thing that you're describing is basically a very, like, mild and atomized and individual level version of the revolutionary phenotype, where it's not so much your actual genetics selecting when and how they will propagate, it's more so this ideological framework of yours. Now, one of the problems that me and General Chief have talked about in great depth on matters like that is that what that will eventually lead to is your sex drive over many generations of your descendants, their sex drive will eventually be more geared toward the reproduction of that mental philosophical model than the actual genes. And that's when the revolutionary phenotype starts to sneak in. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I mean, I, I think I understand. Um, I'm going to get the revolutionary phenotype, I think, even though I disavow JF's more uh, other views, yeah, formally. He's just a, a, a mild, mild-mannered uh, Quebecois who's uh, talking about uh, genes. Uh, I don't understand what's wrong with JF. He's a. Well, he actually. He's. Well, the thing of. Uh, JF has actually made very ardent arguments against eugenics, like similar oh. to the ones General Chief has just been okay. making. The thing of it is about JF is like, I know if you look him up on Google, like some of the first things you're going to see, it's like basically Adolf Hitler 2.0. But the actual thing about it is. <laughs> Compared to a lot of the other alt-right talking heads floating around on the internet, he's one of the few people that actually goes out into the woods, into the middle of nowhere of Canada land, with his white girlfriend, and builds his family to his own devices and farms, and he actually lives the type of lifestyle that he talks about himself. And... To the extent that he talks about it publicly at all, all he ever says about it is this, I, basically it's the best way for him, and he would argue that it's the best way for humans in general to reproduce, but he's, he doesn't want an actual legalistic injunction 
to force other people to do the type of things that he's doing. He basically just wants to be left the fuck alone in the middle of nowhere in Canada with his white girlfriend and reproduce with his white babies. And you know what? He actually does it for real. And it doesn't matter that his girlfriend is autistic. Exactly. Well, no, we're never that's, having that's JF a on the show, that's you a son joke. of a bitch. That's a joke. It's a joke. I know. Oh, he's not person that attacks against my family. I like, I, I, I like JF very much. That's a joke. Yeah. I appreciate oh, yeah. the diversity of the cognitively divergent mind. I actually agree. Yeah. I, I agree. You know what? Here's the thing. Uh, Breaker, I am very good friends with you, and I think that you're kind of autistic. So I, I get it. You son of a bitch. But anyway, Tokyo Drift, as you were saying. Yeah. No, I, I, I accept. I think I see... It's a, it's a cloud of wisdom from which I can pull uh, a pearl, which is about I cannot manage... I'm, I may not be able to manage my propagation as intelligently as the world um, can. Um, by their fruit shall you know them, judged by their actions, not by their, not by what other people say about the person, but what they themselves do. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, so let's uh, let's let's uh, get this onto a, a different uh, path. So, uh, classic classic question, um, Tokyo Drift. Uh, what's your opinion on free will? Um, so yeah, it it seemed very intuitive like this um hard determinism um the yeah I, I don't know if i need to reference sam harris but like uh, a very strict determinism um i don't know enough i don't know about physics i don't know if uh, quantum mechanics or whatever was was always supposed to provide sort of it does more degrees of freedom no yeah yeah so sam sam would have said uh if it adds a, a degree of randomness that doesn't that doesn't suggest that I, I can't I can't phrase it, but randomness doesn't imply that we have more free will. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You're you're one hundred percent right. Yeah, yeah. But I, I forget why I wanted to make a, a longer sentence, but it's not coming to me. Um, so yeah, so strict, very very strict determinism made great sense to me. I I look at people even if I don't read their thinking deeply who believe in free will um yeah so i mean it, i guess if i so if i gesture at a nascent free will or compatibilist perspective i will borrow other statements from this conversation about the specialness of humans so as to say uh we may have generated the the, the universe of logic and and whatever the platonic realm uh, it could follow that there's a certain sort of free will that we participate in collectively or collaboratively, even if not uh, at the at other levels, at, at some more fundamental level. Um, but I, yeah, I'm gesturing. I'm gesturing because I can't. I can't fill it in. I can't quite construct free will. Um, it could also be like. It could also be like a big. A big brain problem, or someone who thinks that they have developed a bird's eye view on humanity, or on, or on, or on, yeah, on, let's say on humanity. Um, it's to say, people who are more intuitive, or 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 whatever, less afflicted in the way that I am, uh, appreciate 
their free will more. Like it is, it is some kind of force or thing. And there are more intuitive people who who are less neurotic, who uh, very much perceive uh, an operative free will. I want to give an example. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm. It's just because it's just a statement, and it sounds my statement, my my statement standing as it is sounds a bit dry to me. So I'm trying to think. I'm trying to describe this character who perceives their free will accurately. That's to say, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Is that what you, is that what you mean? I mean, it might not be too far out of the ballpark, actually. Weirdly enough, that you say that, General Chief. I mean, if if anyone had a very good grasp of their own free will, it'd probably be Jesus, right? Uh, yeah. Or shall we generalize that to mean like a sage, like you believe in sages, like uh, the Greeks did, who perhaps had certain a certain amount of free will? Oh, like a uh, like a Buddha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, yeah. we could say that. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say something quite different. Like when I when I talk about intuitive people, I mean like like kind of normies. So they're saying, I want to do a, I want to do a cartwheel. Um, so it's a certain projection into the future, a certain commitment to do something, like forming a commitment to do something. Yeah. So there's a realm. So you could say the commitment. Where does where does it, how does that come about? Yeah. So they're not conscious. Did, us as determinists would say they're not conscious of all their influences. Um, the whole thing was set in motion from an initial state. Um, but like the platonic realm, the, the realm of free will is what's... There is a more relevant realm called free will, wherein you can reasonably say, uh, I want to do a cartwheel, and then, and then, and then I do it. See, these, these realms that you keep speaking of, they are of uh, they are of the design of man. Yeah. There's an the issue. Design... There's an issue uh, with with things being of the design of man. Uh, whether you believe in God or you believe in nature, God. Uh, I mean, the the realms that are the design of men uh, do not hold up. They are they are not absolute truth. This thing, this thing. So this this term, the design things that are the design of men. It's not self. Those things aren't self evidently fake or no, deluded. but 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 they are they are the design of man. And is man perfect? No, man is not perfect. Ergo, uh, his designs are imperfect. Ergo, it makes well, little sense to put absolute trust in these designs. A perfect perfect sounds like a very particular construction itself. It it sounds like a mathematical construction, like infinity, perfect. Yeah, the the very notion of perfection is also a design. So you're refuting your own point with a refutation of your own point, General Chief. All right, okay, all right. Let me let me say this. Um, uh, in the way that I construct things, there is no concept of perfection. But what I'm saying is that, uh, the the conceptions of man are more flawed. Than let's say the machinations the the machinations of of nature. So it makes little sense to trust the constructions of man when you can look at nature and see far wiser and grander constructions. Uh, uh, that is to say, um, fuck Plato and fuck postmodernism. 
right? We, we, uh, somehow, for some reason, I want to bring up like idealism, like, um, so that's to say, you can't, you can't point at nature in opposition to man, uh, entirely, uh, because we observe nature, uh, according to our limitation. We, we only, we can only, yeah, our, our observations are constrained by our nature type of thing. Well, right, That's one of the course. key problems I have with the anthrocentric perspective that me and General Chief have talked about in the past. Like, there's this tendency in, like, especially biological language and the type of dialectics that me and General Chief have very often, where most of the time when we're doing that, I always try to sneak in this little barb somewhere. You've probably caught it many times, General Chief, that the anthropomorphization of the linguistic terms that we use to talk about natural philosophy when it comes to evolutionary biology, we kind of are weirdly boxed in in that we're humans using human language as an evolutionary adaptation of humans to discuss this idea. So it's sort of necessary, like just to have a conversation with another human in any language is itself an anthropomorphization because we're using human language to talk about these ideas. Now, that doesn't necessarily denote, and I think what Tokyo Drift is trying to get at, that doesn't necessarily denote, like, because we can simultaneously look at these things, like, okay, the bacteria doesn't quote-unquote think or want to do things in the way that humans, the aggregation of the single cellular organisms in a very specific evolutionary framework will want to do things. Like, a bacteria doesn't get up on its two legs with bipedal locomotion and its forward-facing eyes and look at a thing. It's like, none of those, like, elements of it, its nature has nothing to do with the human no, nature. No, so I, I, when we say, even if we say something like bacteria want to do something... We're already anthropomorphizing it. Right. Uh, if if you say that bacteria want to do something, what you're saying is that um, the evolutionary pressure is um, it has a uh, an entropic disposition towards uh, a particular uh, uh, trait or position. Right. Um, of course. And in fact, I might I might actually argue that even when we're discussing free will within humans, we're actually anthropomorphizing. Uh, the concept of human free will, right? Because we have a sensation of what free will kind of, sort of, maybe feels like. Um, I, I would say that perhaps we have the illusion of free will, but perhaps that actually doesn't exist, period. And so we are anthropomorphizing human free will based off of our own um, subjective experience. Uh, interesting little argument that we could get into there. Yeah, that's uh, uh, Breaker, I, I feel as though you're if trying I didn't to say die, something. You might, yeah, you, you might have to repeat that. Uh, go ahead. You're back. Check one, two, three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say this, and then I'm going to let Tokyo Drift get in. Um, there's this term that you've heard me bring up before, like, the map is not the territory. Now... That applies to like this anthropomorphization of the biological organisms just as much as it applies to a term like idealism. When us humans say idealism, we kind of take for granted that we're talking about a human idea in a human head, like you yourself do very often, General Chief, where the quote-unquote constructs of man, and in a way, 
that's not incorrect, but just like the bacteria have, they have a will to do something. It's not one-for-one correlation with human wills to do something, but when it's humans talking about the bacteria, we just used anthropomorphized shorthand to say that the bacteria moves over there and does that thing because it wants a objective. Like That's a very human way of putting it, but in the subtext of that, we kind of know what we mean, that the bacteria aren't human, and we already right. know that. Yeah, yeah. Just like in the idealistic sense, uh, on the more transcendental side of this, the ideology, quote-unquote, of course, it's us humans talking about the ideology, and we're going to automatically anthropomorphize it because it's, it's formulating inside of our human brains, and they're using these mimetic devices of language to communicate it. But the actual ideology itself is more super permeable to that and applies to much more organisms and, I would even argue, phys base physical phenomenon than... It, it's not as though the meteor wants to go toward the more massive body in a way that you want to walk to your kitchen and grab a piece of toast. But there is a type of fundamental will to action for that to occur. Well, and I just to, just to point out, uh, so memes can replicate. They are not the primary replicator. They're not the dominant replicator, but they can replicate. And a function of replicators is that uh, uh, they want things in the very anthropomorphic sense. And again, when I say that, it's more like um, uh, they're trying to achieve maximum entropy within a system. Uh, but it is also possible for memes to effectively, quote-unquote, want things. I just want to make that point said. That memes want yeah, things. Yes. There's a fundamental asymmetry in how, okay, there's this specific energy density in a certain part of reality that wants to reach like an entropic equilibrium like you were talking about. That would be like a very basic mechanical way of describing this, I believe. Um, interesting. Um, years ago, um, or recently, someone put out a book about free will. I don't know who. I'm going to read this one line that I saved from it because the tweet was deleted. So this line is, being, being intentional is a semantic or logical property. Physical states do not have this property. Um, so to me, so my brain was preloaded with it, so I'm, I'm biased, I've biased myself, but I'm saying, I want to say this, this is compatible with my, my gesture at a different like, world, like a platonic world. Where, wherein, uh, w which is with which free will is concerned, uh, it's a it's a category error. If I know what that means, it's it's a category error to say that uh, a physical state should have free will, so or or have have intentions. So physical, uh, a physical, an object or a physical configuration, a physical thing will not have intention or, or will uh but uh, because well well the, all the quote says is because it's a semantic or logical property um i i more or less agree i i think that um physical things uh don't really have a will but 
if you're something like a human, you can definitely have the illusion of a will. Well, okay, so semantic, semantic meaning, which means meaning, right? Sure. Semantic is a, that's about meaning. So, yeah, so this person's doing something to put discussion, the discussion of free will in its place, like to create a category for free will, which is a semantic and logical category. Uh, I mean, you can you can have so many different um, semantic arguments. I mean, yeah, whatever. We we can we can use words to use uh, to to mean whatever we mean. If um, if if I we want to uh... if we want to replace the the word free will, like I was uh, a couple months back, I was talking to a Christian. I was talking to them about free will, and um, this comes up because uh, I I guess I I have a I have a small argument against uh, Christianity, and that is that. Um, uh, if God is um, omniscient and he knows the uh, past, present, and future to perfection, then he already knows what you're going to do. And so if it is already known what you are going to do, how is it possible for you to have free will? Uh, because it's very important uh, within Christian theology that you do have free will, because otherwise how can you make the choice to um, uh, believe in Jesus and ascend to heaven? Uh, it's incredibly important that man has free will within Christian theology, and yet it seems to me as though Christian theology um, doesn't really allow for free will. Uh, interesting little conundrum. Of course, I've talked to a few Christians about this. Uh, uh, different Christians have said different things, but uh, <clears throat> it's like one Christian said, well, okay, you have the libertarian uh, view of free will, which is... I guess what what most people see as free will, and then you have like like this this other version of free will where you don't technically have free will, but I guess you sort of kind of do, and at that point that's just a semantic argument, right? You're just you're you're redefining terms so that you can you can make your point, right? Um, yeah, right. that's 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 fine, and the Christian thing is interesting, but I can't represent it well. I think Brakir was going to chime in, so I don't want him to forget what he was saying, but I will say quickly that I meant semantic in a purest sense, meaning free will is relevant in the realm of, in the semantic realm, i.e. a realm of meaning, which is specific to people. So we, there is free will with respect to like alternatives, um, to say that uh, a man could retrospectively or otherwise list alternative courses of action which gives context to his choice, so to speak, which which gives shape to his free will, at least with respect to some a past decision. Um, a semantic in a purer sense than you understood. Um, so not about redefining words, but semantic meaning the realm of meaning. I don't know what the realm uh, of meaning is. Is this a um, is this something that we can study directly? Is this something that I can I can point a yeah, laser so, at and 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 figure uh, out uh, what's happening there? Um, I'm piggybacking on. I don't know if it was you or Bakir who who mounted a realm of logic or like a mathematical realm that is yeah, the idealistic realm. I yeah, I know that, I know not about a realm of meaning, and I feel as though. Yes, I, uh, this is something that you've invented because I haven't I haven't seen it in my own life. Like when I when I yeah. see like a cat eat a bird, I I don't see a, a realm of meaning um realm of meaning. In, in that in that in, interaction. So not not a big not a big realm or like I'm not instituting a new I don't I'm not trying to institute a new concept. The realm of meaning in, in the sense that 
Yeah, where 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 any two concepts relate. So where, I I just I, my... I haven't seen this thing. Like it might exist. I just I haven't I haven't seen it. Like do, do you find do you find that you can relate concepts to one another? Uh, that my brain can. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, you can say your brain. I but yeah. So I'm talking about. But here's the interesting thing, right? Like, yeah. um, my brain relates uh, concepts differently than your brain does. That's fine. Right. Um, so there I'm is happy. no realm of there is no uh, uh, a higher order realm of of semantics or meaning or anything like that. It's just we, uh, we just, have just, we have minds that can that can relate things because it is advantageous to our survival. That's what we have. We it, have minds. Of course, we have minds. Fight! 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 No, but this is just uh, to say that you can. It's a thought. We, we, I'm happy to say it's a thought experiment. So the thought, the thought experiment is that. By realm of meaning, I mean that's 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 a term for the phenomenon, the more recognizable phenomenon, whereby people can communicate because they understand upon a set of meanings uh, for words, for example. I okay, look, I I am not uh, the the uh, the biggest uh, studier of philosophy. I engage in it, uh, but uh, sometimes I think that it gets a little bit silly. Um, and I don't know as much. In fact, actually, this is the uh, some major strength that Breaker provides to the show. He knows more about philosophy than I do, and so I will have to turn to Breaker and say, uh, "Breaker, is is this postmodernism? Because it sounds like it to me." It's it's not that simple, really. Um, I think Tokyo Drift has there's a bit more like base, like metaphysical basis to what Tokyo Drift's saying than what would usually come from a more ardent postmodern thinker, I will say, but uh, what I was going to add to this is I, I think your favorite philosopher, Aristotle, actually put this type of thing that we're talking about right now in a very specific way. Um, I remember in one of his books he was talking about the concept of habituation, and Life forms basically can be habituated into different modes of being within certain parameters, whereas, like, like for example, if you were to take a rock and throw it into the air and catch it over and over and over, even if you did that 10,000 times, the rock is never going to be able to develop the habit of flying, even though you imparted, like, upward momentum and something that could be considered a type of temporary flight, the rock is basically an entity of pure impetus. That its its habit is so ingrained within its being that it can never be changed, even if you threw it in the air thousands of times. Now, if you pick up a cat and chuck it in the air, it's not going to learn to fly either, but it is going to alter its behavior, depending on the cat, to probably try and avoid you in the future. <laughs> That's true. I do the same thing with my cat. It doesn't like me. Exactly. So, and, like, when you're talking about things as complex as humans, like, you'll notice with humans, like, once something becomes a habit, you kind of have to work to stop yourself from doing the thing. Like, habituation, you could have good habits and bad habits, and bad habits are hard to break, but good habits are also hard to break. But there's that, there's, like, that barrier of impetus 
But with something like a human, that barrier of impetus is dynamic and changeable over time through habituation, whereas like the impetus of a rock is more absolute. It cannot be changed even if you throw it into the air a million times. Fundamentally, this, uh, this doesn't um, advocate for free will on either side. It just says that uh, these systems behave differently in response to um, inputs. Well, it's um, funny that you put it that way, I'm... because, like, responding to different inputs, like, animals will, are actually have more impetus than humans in certain ways, because, like, the instincts of a cat, like you mentioned, you're like a big cat fan, you know, the way you tame cats is basically while interacting with them while they're eating makes the cat tame over time. That's true. Now... It's a natural habit of the cat to seek out food and to it, it has this instinct where whatever it's eating food with that's not attacking it is something that it doesn't necessarily need to worry about too much. I... So there's this kind of natural habit that the cat has that you just come in from the side and kind of trickily exploit on the side it is part of its instinct to do that and that type of habituation is much more deeply ingrained by millions of years of evolution you could argue for the cat to seek out food and eat food and it's also ingrained that's like social engagement while eating food is a good thing because it usually associates that with the parents because it's sort of a a slightly social mammal that's not as social as a dog or a primate but there's that degree of sociability where you can domesticate the cat by exploiting that window of social behavior that it already has. Whereas like a rock is just a heavy piece of inert matter that is always going to fall towards a more massive body. No matter what you do, that's all you, you can try and stop that from happening, but what goes up must come down, guaranteed. So that line of impetus is never going to be changed. You can you can have a pet rock, but it's better to have a pet cat. Well, you can't pet a rock, but you can it's, pet it. you're not going to give you the input. You can, you can pet a rock, it's just it's not that worthwhile. And over time, you might erode the rock away if you pet it very stringently for a very long period of time. Your hands will eventually erode smooth spots on the rock. And But that's more of a changing of its nature rather than habituation of its nature to change. All right, well... Uh... <clears throat> Uh, let me, uh, let me capstone this, and, uh, let me say, so, uh, maybe, like, a week ago, Breaker and I were having a, a very interesting conversation about, uh, free will, um, this wasn't on the show, uh, but I, I was, I was thinking an idea, I'm not sure if it was entirely correct, but I just, I want to put it out there, it was what I was thinking, whether it's valid or not, whether it's retarded or not, um, <clears throat> So, my thought was that maybe there is some semblance of free will, and the and this is the the only type of free will that exists, and it is the the choice of a replicator to either exist or to not exist, uh, and maybe potentially, if free if if there is such a thing as free will. It would come down to this choice. It's it's fundamentally exist or not exist, and this would be this would be a choice that would uh, only 
uh, be up to the replicator to make. And uh, so I just... I wanted to put that out there into the ether. I'll probably have to think about that a little bit more, but uh, there it is. A, uh, just a, a naked idea that is not very well defended. Boom. Well, That's Tokyo's um, specialty. Go, Tokyo, go! <laughs> Drift in! Well, yeah, so, yeah, so if I, if I tried to flatter that, I don't say it was smart or not. Um, that's not my job. If I tried to flatter it, however, that's to say... I would say, so you're talking about a threshold where free will comes about. So it, it honors a threshold that many people uh, impart to humans, uh, a threshold of attaining free will that people associate with humans. Um, because, yeah, so humans are the ones that we, I think, I, I, I don't know about which animals exhibit suicidal behavior, so this sounds like it's gesturing at the choice of humans uh, to the exist Japanese or, do. or not. Uh, was that, that's a joke about animals, about attributing, <laughs> calling <laughs> an, human beings animals. Let's uh, not explain the joke. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, Amer Americans saying stuff about Japanese people is a traditional, I guess. Um, is it? So, so where was I? Um, uh, let me remember where I was. Yeah, so it honors a threshold that many people attribute to humans being that they, they have attained free will. So they would represent a replicator which, uh, in, in, a, in momentous fashion, uh, can choose not to replicate. Uh, which is the most fundamental, um, the most fundamental choice to replicate or not? Um, in your in your view, I understand. Uh, roughly. Uh, all right. So this is this is my perspective on all of this. Uh, I I believe that we can we can walk around with our conceptions of mathematical formulas and logic and reason and. Uh, we can we can think all about philosophy and free will and and we we can have an, an infinite number of conceptions and it's all fantastic and within this realm we can even uh, uh, come up with with the idea of gods uh, the Romans can come up with uh, uh, some sort of a polytheism where they have many gods uh, the Abrahamic religions can come up with an idea where they have one god. And uh, the the Eastern uh, philosophies, such as like Buddhism or Taoism, can come up with some sort of concept of uh, like a pantheism, where they believe that there is an ultimate enlightenment that you can achieve, and all of this sort of stuff. We can play this game all day, every day, and it's 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 a fun game to play, no doubt. We've been doing it for thousands of years. Um, in my in my perspective, I believe that. Uh, these these are all the creations of man. Uh, it's it's a little bit schizo, basically, uh, and I, I I think that the the these these things they they pale in comparison to the much greater force that we face every day that is right in front of our our eyes, and that is uh, the nature that we came from. Uh, nature created us. It created the animals that we call pets and the animals they, that we hunt and the animals that we're afraid of. 
They created the, uh, the, the trees and the plants from which we uh, uh, get a, a lot of our food sources from. Uh, it created the, the oxygen that we breathe. Uh, this, fundamentally, uh, is the thing that allows us to be alive. It is not our uh, human conceptions about uh, some sort of idea about God that exists within our minds and that were themselves fundamentally evolved by nature. Uh, our, uh, I, our ability to see is something that came from nature, and I do not see any other gods. So I will just, I will say that, and uh, we can either continue discussing this or move on to another topic. I, I can see that that may be consistent, a consistent position. Okay. Um, of course it is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's evocative when you say it's, it's schizo. Like, it, it's funny, yeah, the, the notion that one might be able to forget um, philosophizing in general or their own philosophizing and return to a more, some more realistic perspective by rejecting, well, by rejecting, you know. I'm philosophizing with you right now. That's that's fine. So yeah, so there's a little paradox, but it sounds as if yes, some you found a technique for rejecting mentation in general, um, or not overemphasizing mentation as opposed to when it's something like appreciating nature somehow. Um, but I think it, it would be difficult because yeah, you 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 are undertaking some form of mentation in appreciating nature or obeying nature versus um, uh, constructing corollaries to to well i don't know what i don't know i'm not sure quite what you're against like well what i constructing cor corollaries to observations or what i what predicting. i what i may posit is that uh, uh i think that what i'm saying is at least a logical conclusion of um uh, going full uh, empirical a logical conclusion to going full empirical okay full empirical yeah, so empiricism. Yeah, as it happens, I'm on. I don't know how much Kant um, Procure has done. I'm on my Kant introduction. So strict. I'm. I'm open. It's. It's adventurous and fun for me to think that uh, one needn't be a strict empiricist. But are you? Are you saying that you want to be a strict empiricist or to be more empiricist uh, general? Your your pro empiricism. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I would. I would say it that way. Um, I think that uh, you have to involve uh, at least a healthy amount of empiricism in order to actually study nature. But what, what, but that's what, yeah. that's 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 with the understanding that um, nature provided us with with our senses, and our senses is how we navigate the world. And of course, we know that our senses are useful because they provide us the ability to continue to exist and replicate. And so we can trust our senses because they were provided to us from nature, and our senses are also what allows us to study nature. And so, um, yeah, I think that that's the, uh, that's, that's the, that's the thing. You, you, you study it's, nature it, with your senses. It's interesting. It's interesting, and it doesn't, it doesn't sound like too many priors, uh, like for me but like i'm well, conscious it's, I don't... it's 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 basically the uh it's 
it's like the mirror image of uh, of like the Christian adage, right? That um, God ordained man with reason, and therefore you can use okay. reason to uh, uh, consider God, right? Nature ordained us with senses, and therefore we can consider nature with our senses. Okay, in interesting. I, I, that's a good way of putting it. Um, provocative, even. Because, yeah, you can see a cycle or a cyclical character to it. Um, that's fun to contemplate. I'm, I'm going to do one thing really quick in, in, in as bad faith a way as it, as it may seem. Let's go, let's fight. No, so it's to say, I'm going to appeal to Brakir as an authority. I'm appealing to authority. Um, so, <laughs> uh, by, by realm of meaning, I'm just trying to find like an equivalent platonic space, like, so platonic, a platonic realm is not widely accepted. Um, like I think, except like Roger Roger Penrose has like three worlds, like a physical world, a platonic world, and a third one. I don't remember what what he labelled it. So at least one prominent physicist grants something like a platonic realm. But by this we mean, yeah. So what I think he means by a platonic realm is oh, the plane or the level. Of abstraction, if you prefer, at which uh, you can make mathematical, mathematical arguments or, or whatever, or logical arguments. Uh, I'm, I'm. It could be in that same world, that same space that I'm trying to talk about a math, uh, a realm of meaning. Uh, so nothing, not a fancy new thing, but a realm or a sense in which we can understand each other, uh, in which statements have meaning or. That is like they have content uh, and interrelations with other concepts. Um, so that's that's me trying to explain what trying to grasp what semantic means. I had to Google it while we were talking, and it says meaning when it comes to like words. So meaning, but in terms of, uh, I think it was words. Yeah, that's um, I'm going to do it means. again. Yeah. So Actually, if you relating... think about it, this is the interesting bit. Yeah. The word semantics is itself a word with a meaning. Boom. Hey, uh, oh, snap. <laughs> if this is the kind of powers empiricism gets me, then maybe I should be an empiricist. Noticing, um, I actually do yeah. have an argument against you, General Chief, that Tokyo Drift may very much appreciate. Um, okay, it, how you formulate it's like nature grants the senses and that you then use the senses to study nature but there's a way in which you don't and you probably already know what i'm talking about like especially in your line of work yeah i already know all if what you uh well just for the sake of the audience um given the formulation you just said the very fact that something the technological process of the double-blind study is necessary at all to do your specific line of work, that is appealing to something extra-sensuous that is not derived merely from your senses. Um, well, okay, let me, let me say this. Uh, let's say that you take one of those optical illusions right uh where uh it's like uh maybe i'll I'll reference an image of this uh in the in the uh in the show um uh or in in the in the description um i'll I'll reference an image i'll I'll do this but 
it's like you you have like a like a block on a on a checkerboard like a like a like a chessboard and the block casts a shadow onto a white square and technically speaking the the white square in this image that you could pull up on your computer uh it has exactly the same color as one of the dark squares that is not under the shadow right and your brain perceives uh this shadowed white square as being different than one of the unshadowed uh, uh, dark squares. But in fact, uh, they're exactly the same color. Now, that's a thing where we can actually, we can look at the image and we can find the, um, uh, the, the, the hexadecimal, whatever the fuck it is, um, uh, uh, exact coloration of the two squares. And we can say, okay, they're the same color. Uh, whereas my senses led me to believe that they were they were in fact different. Uh, so that is a way, I guess, that we can we can use the uh, uh, we can use technology to overcome, I guess, some of our naturalistic biases when it comes to observing the world. Right? You can you can you can determine absolutely because these are actually the same color even though your perception tells you that they're not. So there, there are advantages to using extra senses when it comes to observing the world and not just using purely the senses that were given to you by nature. There are advantages to that. There's also another optical illusion that I can reference in regards to things like this that is as profound, if not more so than that one, and hits the... Uh, the three squares that look like the corner of a cube, are they convex or concave? Ah, uh, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Good question. I'm sure technically is neither, because you're looking at a two-dimensional flat space, so it is neither. Like, literally, your mind's perception of the third dimension in this case is wrong on both counts. <laughs> right, and, and some some people have actually used this to be like, uh, oh my God! Like there's uh, there's 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 no way that you can uh, there some some people have used this to be like oh there's there's a uh, there's a gap point in in like the, the human mind and like this is uh, uh, this this is alluring to something it's 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 the fact that oh my God the the, the human mind is is incapable of of understanding uh, like like things in totality. And uh, yeah, I think uh, maybe that's kind of true. Um, but fundamentally, it's just it's a it's it's a it's a trickery that exists in the mind because of our evolutionary origins. There's not really that much to read into. It's just our evolutionary history and how the visual cortex evolved. I um... I think also emotion can play into it too because if you're thirsty, it'll look concave. And if you're afraid, it'll look convex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. And you could probably um, think of evolutionary reasons as to why that would be. <laughs> okay. Uh, I I have questions that I would pick up, but um, it's my bedtime. Um, you don't... Don't don't be don't feel the need to end the show. Early. No, no, no. And Actually, I, uh, this is a great place to end it. We're at uh, two hours and six minutes, which uh, is uh, 
is uh, perfectly very... coincides with the ending of the show. Yeah, yeah, precisely. So, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Breaker, do you have any uh, closing statements? Um, there are more things on heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your philosophy, Horatio. I love that uh, quote. And uh, uh, Tokyo Drift? My contribution is I thought Bakir was going to say read some books, you Super Mario son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. You uh, Super Mario son of a bitch. Bing, bing, wahoo! <laughs> Well, uh, with, uh, with that, uh, if you have uh, reached uh, this point in the show, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, uh, and remember to uh, like and subscribe. Uh, once again, if you have a, a particularly choice piece of music, uh, you can put that down in the comments. If you have anything else that you want to say about the show, uh, you can also put that down in the comments. Um, we, uh, As you can see right here, we, uh, we're not pricks about things. We... Uh, uh, we won't attack you. We we like to just have a quality discussion. Um, and uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, peace out, everyone.